Hey y'all, welcome to Phoenix Speaks. I'm Phoenix and today I want to talk about Shit's Creek starring Eugene Levy, his son Daniel Levy, and they both actually co-wrote the show together, among other people. This is also starring Katherine O'Hara and Annie Murphy. Now this series, which had six seasons, ran from 2015 to 2020, and it centers around this family who was like this pampered, rich, you know, entitled people that had this lavish lifestyle. Um, they go from all of that to living in this small town with this welcome sign <laughs> that shows the mayor's father bending a woman over in a very suggestive manner. And uh, <laughs> one of the things that hooked me to the show was finding out who that woman actually was. So a little tidbit there. If you haven't seen the show, you, you want to find that out. <laughs> so right off a rip, you can tell that this family is just this typical rich and entitled people, right? The father, Johnny, he owned a chain of video stores called Rose Video. Now, Rose is their last name. Um, and it's amazing that it was so successful because who even fucking rents videos anymore, right? But, you know, I digress. <laughs> um, the wife, Moira, she is completely hysterical and over the top in the opening scene. And then she pretty much keeps that up the entire series. And I think it's super dope. She she brought so much energy to the show and every time she was on screen you just knew it was going to be great <laughs> she's literally telling her mates to pack certain wigs together as all of her possessions are being seized talk about priorities um, her character was this famous soap star on television and it almost felt like they were making fun of how actors and actresses are just snobby and shit um, I guess, or can be, because how many actors do I personally know, right? <laughs> but the reason that Johnny and Moira, along with their two kids, who I'll talk about in a second, uh, the reason they moved to Schitt's Creek is because they suddenly find themselves broke, like flat broke. No money, no big fancy house, no separate rooms for the wigs, just broke. Uh, the only asset that remains is the town that Johnny brought for his son as a joke, and that's Schitt's Creek. Uh, what follows are six seasons of some of the funniest writing and most brilliant acting that I've personally seen on a 30-minute per episode sitcom. It's dope. Uh, you see this family, they just grow to not only love their new lifestyle, but they also grow to love each other and the people that they're around and their, their journeys to become different people is hilarious. They just navigate through this small town with outlandish behavior and classic one-liners, so always love to see that. <laughs> I especially love that this series had a great series for Natalie, for Natalie. Or fun alley. <laughs> uh, it wrapped up storylines, it brought back characters, and it showed the main cast just start new journeys that have been pretty much developing over the course of the show. So it was it was cool to see that they didn't just forget about this this plot, you know, from the middle of season two, for instance. You know, they really brought things together and it they stayed true to the character. Um, now, to me, it doesn't matter how good the plot is or how good the writing of a show is if the actors and the actresses portraying these characters are trash. Like, you you can't bring them to life, then it's not believable. And at that point, what's the point of watching the show, right? Um, that's not a problem with this show. <laughs> Eugene Levy, who you probably know from American Pie, he was the father, um, and Catherine O'Hara, who I personally know from Beetlejuice, Home Alone, and a series of unfortunate events, 
played Johnny and Moira Rose beautifully. They they really embodied these characters of these people who had it all and now have nothing. And how they, they're trying to keep their family together and at the same time get back their old lifestyle. Like that's their whole point. They, they want to get back on top. Uh, their kids are played by Annie Murphy and Daniel Levy as Alexis and David Rose, respectfully. Now, they both bring some pretty memorable characteristics to the roles, <laughs> like Alexis's, 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 Alexis's mannerisms involve holding her hands like with her wrists kind of dangling down, like they've been broken by sledgehammers. <laughs> And it's in the most bougie way possible. It's, it's hilarious. Like it, it, it's, it's weird how she does it, but it, it looks like something she would do, you know. Um, and David works the hell out of those thick-ass eyebrows that he inherited from his father in real life. <laughs> and if you know Eugene Levy, you know what I'm talking about. Though I just don't understand why they don't trim them or something. But the look of pure disgust on David's face at all times and his sarcastic remarks are just a couple reasons why he's my favorite character. Like, he's super complex. He's more into the wine and not the label when it comes to sexual partners. Now think about that for a minute. He doesn't care. <laughs> he really doesn't care. He's up for anything. Um, and he manages to wear black on black or some combination of black and white flawlessly. And that's my thing. I love wearing black and gray and just super dark shit, you know. So anyway, this series does a really great job of giving their main cast a solid story arc, which I appreciate because, you know, you, you want there to be some substance. Um, side note, I personally think that Zuko from Avatar The Last Airbender had the greatest story arc in television history to me that I've seen so far. So anyway, back to my main point. <laughs> um, but they also, they also have... Uh, the supporting roles you know really prominent as well they they give them a nice story arc as well um you see them all have their moment so to speak and it doesn't overshadow the main story the supporting characters go through life as well so you know they highlight that in a really really dope way um and and i think it just adds more to the story it's like the chocolate cream cheese icing on the cake and I have cake in the refrigerator that I just started thinking about. So that's good to know. Uh, fun fact, uh, Chris Elliott, who played the iconic role of Hanson in Scary Movie 2, the guy with the little hand, uh, he is also on Shit's Creek as Roland Shit. Now think about what I just said. <laughs> His name is Roland Shit. And it does sound exactly how you think it sounds. Roland Shit. <laughs> Anyway, he is the mayor of Schitt's Creek, and that's kind of why it's called that, and that's his family name. Um, he also had a scene in Schitt's Creek where he stuck his hand in some food, just like in Scary Movie 2, and it was just as nasty, it was everything minus the little hand. <laughs> so, I thought that was a really cool callback to that character. Uh, fun fact, Catherine O'Hara's character, Moira... Uh, she wears a lot of black and white stripes, and that's a way to pay homage to Catherine O'Hara's role as Delia in Beetlejuice. I mentioned before she was in that. She actually played the mother in that show. Or, I'm sorry, in that movie. Um, so again, just another cool way that actors kind of pay tribute to their earlier roles, right? 
Um, fun fact, Eugene Levy not only got to write this show with his son Daniel, but he also starred alongside him and his daughter, Sarah Levy, who plays the role of Twyla. Um, and you can just... <sighs> Twyla. She, you can only just love her. <laughs> to me, her character was a real airhead sometimes. But she was such a great addition to the cast. You know, it, it made perfect sense that she was there. Uh, fun fact, lastly, Schitt's Creek holds the record of nine Emmy Award wins in a single season for a comedy series, which is just awesome. It's the first TV show to win a primetime Emmy Award for all the major acting categories, and that's never happened before. Whether it's a comedy show or a drama series, like, it's never happened. Um, and it also won Emmys for writing and directing, and I think that just goes to show you how impactful the show is and how great the writing is and how thoughtful they were with the show. Uh, so I <laughs> I commend them for it. And that's really awesome to win that many awards for this show, for a sitcom, you know. So having said all that, I'm going to rate this 8 out of 10 Phoenix Feathers based on the sheer hilarity and feel-good aspect of the show. Um, I would give it a higher rating, but I wish there were more seasons, which is clearly a personal preference, but I would just like to have seen more. But who knows? Maybe they'll, they'll get a spinoff. <laughs> uh, would I recommend this show? Absolutely. Do yourself a favor and check this shit out. See what I did there? <laughs> anyway, that's all I got. Uh, thanks for listening and go ahead and let me know what you want to hear about next time. And we'll see. Uh, maybe I'll go ahead and talk about it. So, peace and love, y'all.